This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Hey, yeah, this is Pinky, and you're listening to Animaniacast. You know why? Because you're going to take over the world. No. And welcome, everybody, to a Pinky in the Brain episode of the Animaniacast. Oh. No, Joyce DeWitt, you can't be serious. Paper mache? No, stupid, stupid. Brain? Stupid! What? What is it? You were having a bad dream. Yes. Oh, it was horrible, Pinky. I was dreaming that I was a mouse bent on global domination and all my plans were humiliating failures. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's absurd. That's... Oh, wait. That's true. No. Yes, always. And welcome, everybody, once again to the Animated Cast. We're the only podcast out there that talks exclusively about the animated series Animaniacs. And uh, right now, you're probably asking yourself, uh, what are we going to do tonight? Well, it's the same thing we do every night. Try to talk about Pinky and the Brain. Revisiting all the cultural references and gags. And in the end, we're going to be giving this episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again, right next to me, is my brother Nathan. Set the balloon people free! (laughs) And joining us from across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. Hello. I was wondering when watching this episode if Nathan was going to say, set the balloon people free, or blah, 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 big word. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) It's one of those two things, and (laughs) set the balloon people free wins. Yes, uh, today we are talking about an episode of Pinky the Brain. We, uh, of course, have been not, despite what the intro that Nathan types up for me to say, we don't exclusively talk about Animaniacs anymore. We talk about <laughs> Tiny Toon Adventures, uh, uh, Pinky in the Brain, Freakazoid, and Animaniacs, and it's just, you know, Pinky in the Brain's rotation. I just like that you immediately contradict yourself. In your I, I'm very good guess at doing that. It's like, this is... <laughs> we talk exclusively of this. <laughs> and today we're talking about this. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about, I believe it's episode 33 from the third season of Pinky and the mm-hmm. Brain. Is this right? Yeah. Uh, this episode features the segments, The Pinky POV, The Really Great Dictator, and Brain Food. And uh, if you were to describe this episode in just a few words, what would you what would you say, Nathan? Uh, Pinky is a genius, just like every episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Kelly, what about you? Um, frog the dry widget. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that ex- th- those few words just sum up the entire episode. <laughs> frog the dry widget. <laughs> Somebody would if you, you use, by the way if you say go up to somebody just say frog the dry widget they might think you're having a stroke so just maybe <laughs> just be careful <laughs> oh anyway Nathan please tell us when did this episode first premiere oh boy okay so Joey this episode premiered on May sixteenth nineteen ninety eight it was of course a Saturday uh, it was just one day after the release of the movie The Horse Whisper uh. So just uh, four days before Matthew Broderick fought Godzilla in the movie Godzilla. 
Okay, um, I saw that horrible movie, yes. Television show Seinfeld aired its final episode. I saw that horrible season. episode, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same with Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, also. Never saw her. It. Okay, well, um, this was just two weeks before SNL star Phil Hartman was shot and killed by his wife. So, Ooh. Yeah. Aww. But we did get Godzilla this month, so it's good. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't that good. And what were you <laughs> going to say about Seinfeld, Kelly? Oh, I was just saying I watched the final episode. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, seven point four million people, I believe. Wow, I right? So, wow. Uh, you, yeah. you mentioned the Horse Whisperer. Never seen that movie, but I did see it recently on Netflix. The Horse Girl or oh, something. I watched that movie. That's a bad movie. Yeah, is that like, good? Oh, it's bad. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. So and you, not very good. You can't watch it and be like, I did, like, I didn't understand it. I you watched like, it and you said, okay. I was watching BoJack Horseman like at the same time, and I saw Horse Girl, and that both of them have Allison Brie. Yeah, and it's one's about a horse man, one's about a horse girl. It's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, you should it, watch Lock and Key. That was really good. Okay, well. Yeah, I will watch Lock and Key. That's on my list of Netflix things to watch. But I'm not 100% sure I'd recommend Horse Girl to people. <laughs> unless, you just, unless you're really in the mood to watch something really weird. And yeah. Well, uh-huh. anyway, we're going to watch something that's kind of weird right now. This is We're going to talk about the Pinky the Brain one, starting with the Pinky POV. The Pinky POV was written by... Gordon Bresick, and it was directed by Mike Milo. And Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in the Pinky POV? Well, the interesting thing about this one is it literally is from Pinky's POV. It's like a first-person shooter kind of perspective. What a great game so this would be. So you just see... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd be really cool. Um, so you, you kind of just see the, the tip of Pinky's nose, because he's kind of like looking out over his nose for the ma- majority of the episode. and. Pinky, will you stop that? No. Of course, Brain. Eventually, I'll have to stop it. I mean, I'll have to sleep, eat, and go to the bot. I meant, will you stop la, la, that la, now? La, 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 la. Well, I guess I will. <laughs> so, Brain is trying to explain his, uh, you know, latest plan to take over the world, and it's. It took me a moment to realize what was happening, but whenever he starts talking in technical terms, he goes blah blah blah. And I was like, why is he doing that? But then I realized very quickly that <laughs> that's how Pinky interprets it. So, I mean, again, it literally is from his point of view. So it's not just his visual point of view, but what is going on in his head. Yes, Pinky. Now hold these high-tension wires. And remember not to put the two ends together, because if you do, blah, 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 big word, blah, 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 blah. And um, while Brain's talking, he's starting to think about how big Brain's brain must be and how he must have a big head and then you kind of see in his mind's perspective you know brain's got this really big head with a like a hippopotamus body and hippopotamuses have large heads it must be very difficult for them to buy party hats not to mention their um unmentionables and i can't even begin to imagine what a large pachyderm would wear at the beach pinky's Mind is so all over the place while Brain's trying to can you know explain his his plan. So it's really funny, and uh, he's drawing it up on the the board. And Pinky's talking about what nice wallpaper it is, and then he starts playing tic tac toe. And that helps him finally come to the conclusion of what he needs to do to enact his plan. So he decides he wants to 
dress up as a grunge rocker and go up to the top of the Space Needle and play music and it's going to make everyone's pants turn into gelatin. Yes, including culottes. And <laughs> including culottes. Yes. And uh, it, <laughs> I'll tell you when to hit the switch and then once everyone's pants have turned to gelatin, the world will be mine. Pants? No. Oh, I never would have guessed. Um, does that include culottes? Probably. You are brilliant, Brain. Uh, I mean, Jude. I, the plan, the whole thing is just so weird. Yeah. And um, he's talking about how it's, uh, you know, never sunny in Seattle. And uh, he he's man and Brain, uh, I'm sorry, Pinky is dude. And they are going to be the band frog the dry widget which of course is a play on toad the wet sprocket and uh it was a 90s band and i don't are they still a band or i don't know they, I, I don't know they did they did a they did a song that was very popular that all i want is to feel this way and i would hear that yeah a, a lot in the late 90s early 2000s uh yeah. on the radio constantly But yeah, de- definitely big enough to to get, get a reference in uh, Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> so, um, Brain tells Pinky, you know, the one thing to, to to not do is don't turn the volume down. And everything's going really well. He's playing the guitar. Everybody's into the music. And he tells Pinky something, and Pinky can't hear him. And so he turns the volume down, and then they get blasted out of the space needle, and then uh, tumble to the ground. And then um, they are walking along a, a window with the rain coming b- behind them or, you know, in the reflection. And so this is when you can actually see Pinky because every, every so often throughout the episode, you don't really see him because he's per- first person perspective. But you see his reflection in the um, in the window. And, you know, or Pinky says, what are we going to do tomorrow? And paint brain goes, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what you see in me. You'd be surprised, Brain. Come, Pinky. We must return to the lab and prepare for tomorrow night. Why, Brain? What are we going to do tomorrow night? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Blah, 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 blah! They're Dinky, they're Pinky, and the blah, 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 blah. That's kind of the end of the episode. And that makes really sense. Oh, and then he's... But he sees him... He sees him as a hippopotamus in the reflection. (laughs) Yes. And yeah, so I, re- I I really liked that part right there uh, because everything like, why are we doing tomorrow night? It's like it, you're totally understanding why Pinky always asks him the same question because he never, he never listens, listens to, to that him. part of the <laughs> conversation. Yeah, he's always got it. He's always con- for infinity. We'll always ask Brain, what are we doing tomorrow night? Because he never hears him. Uh, what a neat uh, first well, busy envisioning him as a hippopotamus. What was that yeah. again? I, I said he's too busy envisioning him as a hippopotamus. <laughs> Very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I really got the, the... Boy, if you ever needed to know what ADHD must feel like, right? I well, think this And I also it. like it explains why Pinky's always, are you pondering what I'm pondering? And then he's always this random weird thing. Yes. Because he's on this other thought. So he's talking about, he's thinking about a hippo? He's yeah, thinking exactly. About it. <laughs> exactly. Like, 
So there were some really great moments. I mean, the references, we kind of talked about the grunge stuff. I think they kind of referenced Starbucks a little bit. The Toad the Red Sprocket was, I think, the main one. There's also, I think, a, a quick reference to Elsa Clench. Like, oh, that's a mystery of Elsa Clench or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, Elsa Clench is a, we had to look that up. It's a person. She's a, Yeah, she's <laughs> she's an author. She's a, she's a mystery writer, I believe. So go, yeah, just... In case you couldn't figure it out by him just saying that. <laughs> not like important to the episode. <laughs> no, not at all. But apparently Gordon Bresick like, must have liked Elsa Clinch, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it was really fun. I, re- I really do uh, like just the way that this was, I guess, directed and, and shot. If you mm-hmm. can say it's shot, <laughs> drawn. Um, seeing Pinky in the in the mirror and then you know and various yeah, reflective surfaces like, as cool. a maid or grunge yeah. or <laughs> which know. yeah and, the, and we got to see the brain like get blown up and turn into dust in this one yeah that was disturbing it was a that was the, the worst uh i've ever seen the brain get hurt yeah or but i wasn't quite 100 percent sure that he did you know what i mean like he got blasted away I, and he never I, like because he got shocked. Yeah, and you you assume that he turned into a pile of ashes and then you know put himself together in the trash can, which cartoon characters often do. But I almost feel like did the brain just get blasted apart, blasted away, and then fell into the trash can and then Pinky dumped stuff on him? I sure, sure. Either way, it was either weird. way works. <laughs> but it was it was cool. Uh, what did you guys think about this episode? Uh, I liked it. It was very well done animation wise. Like. Just all the shots were very well picked, I thought. So, yeah, it was, it was, and very clever idea, too. Very creative. Uh, Kelly, what about you? I agree with all that. And I just, I loved seeing Pinky's reflections and everything and periodically and thought it was very unique and different and really enjoyed it. Um, I also liked the, uh, the way that the brain thinks that grunge people talk with man and dude. Right. And I think he goes up to the guy and he talks about being groovy. Yeah, we have a groovy. groovy song. What do you two want? We are the groovy rock and roll combo, Frog the Dry Widget. We are putting on a hootenanny in the Space Needle. Dude? Yes, Brain. Uh, I mean, man. I wasn't rapping with you, dude. When he's like, I'm not sure they talk at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then their piercings, like his his piercings like the brain put like piercings in his ears Mm -hmm. and i just noticed that pinky has lots of piercings in his His tail tail. yeah so they really went all out with piercings for a grunge look as well so i don't know it was it was cute it was very kind of late 90s uh humor right there talking about grunge which we don't really talk about that much (laughs) anymore these days i still miss flannel shirts hey no one says you can't wear flannel still You'd go for it. Well, I think they've made a comeback, but mm-hmm. but I used to wear my dad's, and um, you know, for listeners who don't know, I'm very petite, and so I have pictures from high school wearing my dad's flannel shirt. And I looked ridiculous, <laughs> but I thought I was cool. Yeah, I I used to dress up all in black in high school, not because I was like goth or anything, but I wanted to try to look like Luke in Return of the Jedi. Luke yeah. was goth. Luke was so goth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very goth. He he was. Oh, so that's that's where Kylo Ren gets his emo. Goth oh yeah, from. he's just totally copying Luke. Man. Anyway, well, let's go ahead <laughs> and get to the next segment, which is the really great dictator. 
And The Really Great Dictator was written by Liz Halsman and directed by Mike Milo. In fact, I think all these episodes, by the way, are directed by Mike Milo today. So it starts off, uh, it's kind of a normal day at Acme Labs. Uh, The brain is upset about humanity not acknowledging him as a superior. Rather than have their open acceptance and adulation, I am forced to dupe the masses into submission. Yes, they don't believe that I, a lab mouse, the lowliest and most reviled of Earth's creatures, will one day rule the world. (laughs) Well, the second lowliest. It goes into a song. It's basically the can-can song, but it's actually the tune of the, what is this? tune of the gallop nathan from yes from orpheus in the underworld last time we heard this song on a cartoon i think was uh animaniacs talking about you know the sweets the we like sweets a lot so give us ingredient yes yeah. the ingredient song grade a milk emulsified maltodextrin alkalide silicon dioxalite lots of sugar hey all right calcified synthetic salt artificial barley malt glycerin and aspartate folic acid that tastes great monosodium glutamate dehydrated calcium soybean oil butter fat cobble sensor i'll eat that i like that song a lot well anyway this song right here is is awesome uh very catchy uh i i i, I liked it uh and at the end, they basically, uh, they're singing to a camera, and the camera falls down right on top of them, and that's pretty much the end. Uh, there's not too much more to say about this. Let's play a little sample of it right here, and then we'll talk about what we liked about it. Noriega, Genghis Khan, Saddam Hussein, and me, the brain, we all have this one thing in common. We are into world domination. It's a new sensation. Try it and you'll feel elation. It's the gift to give the guy who wants everything. Military takeovers. Governmental makeovers. Well, Nathan, what did you like about this song and dance they did? Uh, it uh, romanticizes authoritarian governments. I, who wouldn't love that? <laughs> I'll say, I I really like the, <laughs> you know, who, who would have ever thought that talking about you know, singing about Genghis Khan and Saddam Hussein and all these wonderful people in a, such an upbeat tune mm-hmm. be so nice. Uh, now, one one thing I was a little confused about though, he says, uh, "Keep your junta occupied." What's what's a junta? I didn't look that up. Did anybody? No, I, I know the term. I heard it. Oh, I, mean, I just looked it up. Heard the- it says a military... But I, op- I think it's just like an organization. Yes, a military or political group that <laughs> rules a country after taking power by force. The country's ruling yes. military junta. Yes. So there you go. There, There's uh, some... So keep your it keeps your junta occupied. Yes. Uh, and I believe this is also the episode, the, the segment, I should say, where they kind of like allude to other schemes that they've done, right? Like, don't they talk about yeah. the crab meat in this one? And, mm-hmm. and magnetic, magnetic shoes. shoes. So, yeah, so that was kind of cool to see, like, references to previous episodes of, of Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly, what did you like about the, the song here? I, I like the tune, and of course, I recognized it from the Animaniacs episode. Um, and I, I just thought it was very cleverly written, and 
very unusual topic for children's television <laughs> shows and song. Yes, you could learn all about uh, political maneuvers to make people trust you as a, a, a follow you as a dictator. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, well, and it's nice to know we all learned what Bunsen burners do. Pinky, how did you know what that is? Well, I'm not stupid, Brain. Everyone knows that you just put your old used Bunsens in there and it burns them all up into a little pile of ashes, ashes, we all fall down! Zod! <laughs> okay. Sorry I asked. So, very yeah, nice. I mean, that was pretty smart <laughs> to at least know what they're called. It's pretty good. Sure. And uh, he knows what a coup d'etat is, uh, because he says the word coup d'etat, right? Yeah, he says coup d'etat. <laughs> uh, well, he doesn't know that he means he knows yeah, what it means. But <laughs> same with the Bunsen burner. Maybe. Well, I just whenever I whenever I saw, I remember first hearing the word Bunsen burner in like middle school, I think in chemistry or something, and immediately thought of just the Muppets because. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I know exactly. It's like, oh, Bunsen. Oh yeah, Bunsen beaker. Yeah, cool. Then I finally got it. Yeah, exactly. How many years later? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I was today today years old when I learned. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just one more segment in this uh, episode, so let's get to it. It's called Brain Food. And Brain Food was written by Gordon Presick and Bill Bronstein or Bronstein. I don't know if it's a Steen or a Stein, but there is a Braun, and it's Bill. And it's directed, once again, by Mike Milo. Nathan, why don't you go ahead and tell us what happens in brain food? Oh, boy. Okay, so um, the brain has figured out, I guess he's, first he's sleeping. You know, he's having this nightmare. He wakes up and he's like, oh, man, I had the worst dream that I was a mouse trying to take over the world and my plots kept getting ruined because of, uh, I don't know. Uh, my own idiocy i don't know <laughs> yeah um but uh then he realized the reason they're getting ruined is because uh humans are just too stupid to accept him as their leader so he decides to make everyone smarter so that they will uh accept him as the rightful ruler of earth you know what this is pinky the talent of the spice girls in liquid form Close. This is an extract of the medulla stem piney nut. When combined with these other ingredients and then consumed, it can quadruple one's IQ. Narf. Narf, indeed. His plan is to feed everyone uh, pizzas that have uh, liquid containing the medulla stem piney nut that makes people four times smarter than they were before. Uh, He opens up a restaurant called uh, planet brain and he gets uh celebrity endorsements planet brain but brain where are we going to get the money to open a restaurant from our celebrity partners of course do we uh, have a dealer partners yeah yeah yes yo delay you and so everyone's eating these pizzas, and lo and behold, they get smarter, and they realize, hey, that's a mouse. Uh, this is disgusting. We shouldn't be eating at a restaurant, and they kick him out of the, the, the they chase him out, rather, and um, they, they grab some balloons, and they're floating away, and that's when Pinky, uh, whose plan this whole time was to set the balloon people free, 
has come to fruition because he then sets the bloom people free and they fall through the lab and that's uh, how the episode's in. So falling through the glass. Yeah. I wonder how many times in Mickey the Brain they end the episode <laughs> with them falling through the Acme Lab roof. Yeah, probably it's only a lot like, of them. Yeah, when they want to actually get them back to the lab, it's probably the easiest way to get them back to the lab. Fall in. Yeah. Well. <laughs> There is a lot of celebrities in yeah. this episode. A lot. And, of course, it was making fun of pa- Planet Hollywood. And uh, have you ever been to a Planet Hollywood, Kelly? I don't... Yeah, one of my, my, one of my, well, not one of, my uh, first date I ever had uh, during was during Dragon Con, and we went to the Planet Hollywood down the street from the hotels. Ah, so, yeah, I remember going to planet hollywood in hollywood and mm-hmm. and uh yeah you know i i just it's it's cool i guess they're they're still around i don't know if schwarzenegger stallone and bruce willis are still involved with it all but i remember in the 90s it was a big deal that these celebrities were getting a fat, uh, basically a fast food chain <laughs> but it was a restaurant chain all throughout the country and i don't did they have them in atlanta or did they have them just like I know they had them in L.A. and like. Yeah, well, like I said, we it was during Dragon Con. Oh yeah, went, that's right. Dragon Con is in Atlanta. Yeah, I forget. They had um, mm. it was right next to the um, Hard Rock. Ah, yeah, there you go. So, so, so we still have the Hard Rock, but the Planet Hollywood is long gone. Yeah, they closed a bunch of them down. Well, uh, there's a lot of stuff in here. Let's talk about it as quickly as we can. There's a, there's a talk of mouse elopes in this episode. That was like during the nightmare. Yes, during the nightmare, and uh, that's. Reference to an episode of Pinky the Brain where the deer and the mouse elope play. Uh, there's he meant, he's talking about Titanic the musical and having nightmares about that. That, that was an actual thing, I yes, guess. It I was. Didn't remember that at and, all. <laughs> and side note, I believe it's had like some small revivals here and there. Yeah, I think of it's on tour. It, well, one yeah. it did really well the 97 uh, Tonys. It yeah, won I remember like when people were them, when apparently. it was coming out, people were like, oh. I, I, I do remember people like laughing it off, like, "Oh, what a stupid musical!" But it was one of those musicals that people, when it came out, people are like, "Actually, it's pretty good." Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that actually Cody Ruger was recently in a production of it, uh, of all people. So there you go. Uh, so Titanic the musical, Joyce Dewitt was uh, mentioned, and she was uh, the brunette in Three's Company. Uh, of course, he mentions yes always. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, I'm just like yes. I, I was very, <laughs> I was very happy to hear the brain say that again because we all know it's from yes always from Animaniacs. Uh, Maury Povich was mentioned quite a bit. He's mm-hmm. still doing his thing. Everyone knows who Maury Povich is. The Spice Girls were mentioned. Mm-hmm. He talks about the li- the the talent of the Spice Girls in liquid form is presented to him in a little tiny thimble. Slight burn on the Spice Girls right there. (laughs) Wolfgang Brain. That says Pizza Company, right? Yes. Instead of Wolfgang Puck, Mm. who, of course, has his own restaurants and own frozen foods and everything like that. Uh, So, let's see. The celebrities. Let's go over the different celebrities that are in there. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Sloan, Bruce what is that? Bryce Wallace. Bryce of, Wallace, yeah. It was, instead of Bruce Willis. Yeah. And they... That was the only one they gave a name to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Wow! There's movie superstar Bryce Wallace on stage serenading the standing room only crowd at the showbiz event of the moment. Oh, yeah! Well, all right now, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and I I do. Like, you you've seen Bruce Willis like plays uh, harmonica and stuff. Yeah, I found some YouTube videos. Oh, he's I pretty was... uh, interesting. <laughs> like... He thinks he's great. I'm sure. Hey, he plays the harmonica better than I can. Oh, Nathan put a little pic- little <laughs> video of it for me. Right, you are. Oh, now we're gonna have some fun. Watch out. Okay. I don't think you can hear this, Kelly, but we're playing Bruce Willis. <laughs> okay. So good. Starts off with "Oh yeah" in his song. Which, yeah, that's it, that checks. Well, he's he got some big crowd in front of him. All right, Bruce. All right, Enough. Bruce. Bruce, stop, stop. Thank you. But anyway, Bruce Willis, he does say the oh yeah, oh yeah stuff. So there you go. That's something. He's yeah, not a great, not a great singer. <laughs> well, you know, he thought he was, and that's all that's important. In fact, even on his uh, recent uh, uh, roast on Comedy Central, I think he ended it by playing the harmonica and singing because <gasps> well. he's like, I I'm good at this. Anyway. <laughs> Nathan here made a list of some of the uh, celebrities that he saw, and some of them I agree with, and some of them I don't. Because, really? well, I have to see it. What the first one of them, Jamie Lee Curtis? I don't remember seeing her there, but I she was next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. That would make sense with True Lies. Was the, I was like, it's a lady in black with really short. Well, it hair. had to be there. Then it like, has to be Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay, so like, Jamie Lee Curtis is there. Midtown Julie Green is a reference to Downtown Julie Brown. Mm-hmm. She introduces it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, obviously. Morgan Freeman. Uh, Clint Eastwood was there. Madonna. Christopher Walken. Dolly Parton. Ron Howard. Woody Allen. Mel Gibson. Cher. Jack Nicholson. Whoopi Goldberg. Jay Leno. Marlon Brando. I also saw David Letterman in there. Mm, that's who that person was. I was like, who is a gap tooth? Yep, that's David Letterman. That was David Letterman. And so. I believe that's about it. Of course, there's also a reference to the Terminator with uh, Schwarzenegger. So, call the exterminator. Exterminator. <laughs> but, so, some cute stuff there. But anyway, a lot of stuff in there. And overall, it was very cute. What did you guys think about it? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. What do you, what do you think about the, the brain food? I thought it was cute. I um, I had forgotten all about Planet Hollywood, so it was kind of neat to see that. Felt kind of nostalgic for a moment, and uh, seeing all the actors and everybody, and trying to figure out who was who. Of course, I was looking for Spielberg, but I did not see him, so they missed an opportunity. Mm. Yeah, he was he he wouldn't he wouldn't be caught dead in a. Planet Hollywood or Planet Brain. He had his own uh, restaurant chain, didn't he? Actually, though, he had. It wasn't a chain. It was. um, There was one called the Dive. Yeah, the Dive with like a submarine restaurant experience. I don't think it lasted very long. I. It was sort of around the time Sequest was on the air, so I thought it was such a cool idea. And his mother had a restaurant, um, and he's keeping it going. I can't remember the name of it right now, um, but it's in Los Angeles, I think. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, yeah I forget the name of his mom's restaurant as well, but I do remember hearing people talking about the dive and how it's it kind would, of a dive. It was it was the dive bar basically. <laughs> no, but 
it was uh people would make it sound they would make it themed to we're going underwater dive like yeah man i thought i was the one that remembered that <laughs> yeah i i don't know why i remember hearing about that maybe it was on something on comedy bang bang or, or like a podcast oh, maybe i thought i heard it from kelly or something yeah maybe. <laughs> i was like i, I heard, definitely heard this heard of the dive somewhere but anyway. i i had i remember uh, i i used to record news shows and entertainment at night and stuff all the time so i'd make these vhs tapes with clips of anything with like harrison ford interviews on david letterman commercials whatever and um i remember he I think it was E Entertainment, e, like E News Weekend Review or something, was talking about the dive, and I can still see in my head like the the picture of the the restaurant um, that they showed, and I'm I'm sure it's still on a VHS somewhere. <laughs> well, you know, don't have themed restaurant by celebrities anymore, really. It mm. seems like luckily the things most people got out of that stuff, but anyway. Well, oh uh, well, what I want to think Nathan about this episode. I really liked that. Pinky was actually pondering the same thing as Brain for the first time. That doesn't. There was no way that they would possibly be pondering the same thing. Pinky, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Oh, I'd say the odds of that are terribly slim, Brain. True. I mean, really, when have I ever been pondering what you've been pondering? To my knowledge, never. Exactly. So, what are the chances that this time I'm pondering what you're pondering? Next to nil. Well, that's exactly what I'm thinking, too. Therefore, you are pondering what I'm pondering. Put, I guess I am. I d- again, another another it's moment like, of you could tell like this is this is the last season of Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, like we've done this so many times. <laughs> like obviously, there's no chance that they're going to be pondering the same yeah, thing. Exactly. So like, you'd really why see you, that why the writers were this brain. Yeah. Like you ask me this every week. <laughs> Do you really think there's any chance that I'm pondering the same thing as you? <laughs> yeah, you could tell. Yeah, exactly. This is the last season. You could see that like we, the writers are just kind of having fun with this concept. Like, look, this this is never going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, very, but still very cute. I, I again, just a nice little glimpse back to celebrity culture. I guess back in the late '90s, and uh, a great song right there at the end with uh, Bryce. Not what is that Bryce Wallace? Bryce Wallace, that's his name. Yeah, I keep wanting to say Bryce Dallas Howard, but that's not. <laughs> that's somebody different. That's somebody actually talented. Oh, burn, burn. Okay, let's go ahead and get to our water tower rating. Well, what do you guys think? Out of five water towers, how many water towers would you give this episode of Pinky and the Brain? Kelly, let's start with you. Um, I think I'll give it four water towers. I thought overall it was a really good episode. And um, unlike most Pink in the Brains, it, it had a song. So that was new and different. And I uh, really enjoyed the, the first segment. And I thought that their segment was really good, too. So, yeah, all, all around, very good. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Uh, I'll do four and a half. Why not? Because, uh, the, I don't know, that pinky POV was just, like, really well done. Just all the animation. Were you seeing, like, Pinky getting beaten up in the trash can? At, like, the reflection of that? I don't know. I just thought there was a lot of really cool shots like that. And it was, uh, lots of celebrity stuff, you know. It's it fun. Uh, just overall pretty good episode <laughs> you know, i would think four and a half out of five is pretty good it's yeah. pretty good there okay. you go i'll give it a four uh i liked it a lot i i i definitely thought it was one of the more imaginative episodes i could definitely see why people when they talked about um 
their favorite episodes of Pinky the Brain recently, uh, they kept mentioning Pinky POV as one that really stood out for a lot of people. And it does. It was definitely different than uh, all the other ones that we've seen so far. So very uh, happy to have finally watched this because I don't think I've ever seen it before. Uh, And I really did enjoy it. So yeah, four out of five for me. Well, we have a Pinky the Brain poll to get to. Speaking of, you know, favorite Pinky the Brain stuff. And this involves what is your favorite Pinky the Brain Animaniacs segment? It came down to Pavlov's Mice and Bubba Boba Brain. Let's, I do not have the, the results in front of me. So oh? uh, let's go off to the, uh, the announcer. Oh. Let's take him off. Animaniacast announcer, take it away. Hello again. This is your Animaniacast announcer here with the Animaniacast results. For the best Pinky in the Brain cartoon on Animaniacs. Right now, I am sitting atop a hill overlooking Steven Spielberg's ranch home outside of Burbank or somewhere. I don't know. I really don't know how I got here. But the important thing is, down there is Steven Spielberg's home. And in a minute, I shall impress him and then get information about the Animaniacs reboot. It makes sense. Before I do, however, here are the results of the most recent poll. Listeners were asked, which of these Pinky and the Brain cartoons featured on Hashtag Animaniacs is the best Hashtag Animaniacast poll? Well, Pavlov's Mice got a respectable 38%, but it was no contest as Bubba Boba Brain wins with 62% of the vote. Well, congratulations to Bubba Boba Brain. And now it's time for me to impress Mr. Spielberg and perhaps find out some information. So I have a bike here, and I'm going to ride it up on this ramp right off the hill, and then I'll fly over his ranch home just like E.T. and Elliot. All right, here I go. Oh, down the hill. Uh, I'm... Whoa! I'm doing it! I'm doing it! I'm flying, Mr. Spielberg, about the Animaniacs reboot! Oh. Well, I... I've fallen into a tool shed outside of the... uh, the house. I... Well... Oh, there's the security. Well, it didn't work out this time, but perhaps sometime there might be some Animaniacs reboot news sometime. Until then... This is the Animated Cast announcer saying, I'm off to jail. Goodbye. So, no surprise for me anyway that Bubba Boba Brain is the number one segment on Animaniacs featuring Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. Uh, Pavlov's Mice. Pretty respectable, you know. Second place, I thought. I thought it was. I mean, of be... course, it got second place. Well, the... respectable second okay. place. I see. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was going to be like a blowout. Ninety percent to yeah. 10, I thought it was going to be a blowout, and it wasn't. So that was that was nice to see. Uh, Nathan, yeah, your favorite's Bubba Boba Brain. I'm yeah. assuming. I was like, I voted for Bubba Boba Brain. It's just, it's, it's, it's to mine too. It's it's it's, it's like... just. It's like we were mentioning. It's like a perfect pinky of the brain, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But Kelly, which do you like better, Pavlov's mice or Bubba Boba brain? 
brain. Yeah, of course. It's just funny to say too. Like I know it's the it's the best title to say. Maybe yes, always is also a runner up for the funnest title of mm-hmm. <laughs> Pinky the Brain one to say. But yes, blah 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 brain is. Uh, I, I want to make a T-shirt that just has the lyrics of. I am a lab mouse. I escape from my cage. Like just l- written, just text, and that would be just a great. It'd be a great T-shirt. I'll have to make that. Put it on the Animaniacast. Yeah, do it. Uh, shirt. Uh, T Public Store. T Public. Dot It probably won't be up there by the time this is published, but maybe someday. So yeah, if you're yeah, check it out. Check it out. Look okay. for it. Check, maybe it's there right now. Maybe Who knows? It's probably not, but maybe. Well. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap things up and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online? Ah, Joey, I'm on Twitter. Twitter? Uh, DjangoFT, that's me. All right. And Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Discord. Discord is the new place to be, especially for folks that want to escape all the negativity and craziness and stupidity of Facebook and Twitter and all that. So why not join the RetroZap group? We are a proud member of the RetroZap podcast community, and you can talk to us and other podcasters and writers at RetroZap by simply going to our Discord channel. You can get a welcome link by going to Discord. Animaniacast.com and that'll give you the welcome link and you can get right in there and you can talk about Animaniacs or Star Wars or just anything pop culture in general and it's a really positive community with really great creative folks so join the fun that'll do it for today's episode so for Nathan and Kelly this is Joey saying good night everybody good night Joey (laughs) good night everybody This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated.